Hey Seeker, welcome to the Awakening Her podcast. I am so grateful that you've been led here and I'm excited for you that you're answering the call to manifest more magic in your life by mastering the law of attraction. So cool. My name is Talia and I'm committed to cutting the fluff and showing you exactly how to manifest more excitement, ease, success, abundance, confidence, love, and anything else you've been craving. So if you're ready to crack the code on manifestation, amplify your intuition, and play in the quantum, we are now besties. Let's do this. Hello, hello, Seeker. Welcome back. How are you doing? How are you enjoying these inner guide intuition themed episodes? Have you listened to inner guide part one and two, the two episodes before this? If so, how did you like it? I would love to hear, reach out to me on Instagram or even better, take a screenshot that you are listening to the show. If you ever take a screenshot, you're listening to the show and tag me on Instagram or write a review and take a screenshot before you hit submit and come and tag me on Instagram with either of those, I will send you a free gift. So I just want to let you know that this may be bribery. No, I'm just kidding. But if you do genuinely enjoy the show and you want to share the love, I would love to also share the love and give you some free gifts. But I do love to hear what resonates with you. What do you like about this intuition stuff? Have you been called to develop your gifts? Is there anything that you really got out of these episodes? And, and you know, I've been doing a few of them for the last few episodes all about intuition. I'd love to know. And what are your questions? Is there something I'm not getting to that would help you to unlock your intuition? I would love to hear. Um, and if you are called, if you are that seeker that right now, this is the season and you're wanting to develop that inner guidance. Of course, you've heard by now intuition school is open for registration. We start really soon. So make sure to check the links below. Uh, we're doing a live round of this for one live, potent, amazing, incredible, activating round. And then it is being turned into a do it yourself course. So if you want to jump on intuition school as a group with support week by week, um, developing your gifts and really becoming confident in your intuition. I will leave all the links below for, I guess it's just one link for intuition school. There's so many links to choose from. There's just one, but you can find it down below and you can check out all the details, the investment. I kept it really low for this program. It's so exciting because I am going to turn it to this do it yourself. And I just want to have as many people able to do this as possible. So I'm so excited. Definitely check that below. And yeah, let me know. Are you liking these intuition episodes? So today we are talking about the things that are blocking your intuition. And I really want to make sure to, you know, dive into this so you can see if you're someone that feels like you're not getting as much intuition as you want. Maybe it's still fuzzy. You're not sure what is intuition, what is not intuition, all of those things. Then this episode's definitely for you. If you're looking to unleash it even more, you'll still find something in this episode because in each of these points, it's also an opportunity for you to expand that part because all of us continue to do the work, whether it's inner work, healing work, intuitive development work, you know, I'm always practicing and honing my skills and I'm sure that you're the same. So I know you'll get a lot out of this. I'm so excited. If anyone is new to the show, my name is Talia Joy. I am an intuitive. I am a channel. I'm a manifestation mentor, seeker on the path, Canadian mom, Scorpio, all the things. So I 
I'm really excited that you are here and really excited to dive into intuition. If you're looking for more of an in-depth description on what intuition is, I do recommend going back to the episodes before this, especially Inner Guide Day 1 um, and the episode right before that um, about intuition as well, because I'm going to, I really dive into it in depth in the Inner Guide series and the other episode. So I'm not going to go as much today into what is intuition, but you want, if you want to hear the incredible answer to that and how magical it truly is, then I definitely recommend going back and listening to those episodes. So, but today we're talking about blocking. So what are the things that are blocking your intuition? And as I sat down here, this is what my guides were telling me, you know, I was wanting to make another episode about intuition to help you even more answer your questions. And they were saying, you know, so many people are blocked. So let's talk about that. And we've kind of, we have kind of narrowed it down to five things that are the most common things that are blocking your intuition. And they are doing this for you. And same with me, as I say, we are always doing the work. So instead of thinking, I wonder if any of these apply to me, I want you to see yourself in each of them, or at least deeply inquire, is this really going on? Because I really want to help you. I don't want this to be something you just hear and do nothing with. I want you to be able to come back, refer back to this episode and really work your intuition and open it up even more. So number one, the number one thing, and I don't actually mean this as the number one thing, it's just number one, <laughs> um, is not knowing what your intuition is or what it truly feels like. And I think this may be the number one thing, but it's really when you're unclear, when you don't even know really what intuition is. And of course, this blocks you because you don't have that solid understanding on it. So when you do get intuitive hits, we're filled with second guessing and hesitating and doubting, and then the what ifs and what if that, and is it my ego? And we often don't follow it through or don't fully receive the guidance that we're looking for. So really first is getting a deep understanding of what intuition is and what it feels like to you. And if you need in more in-depth work, that is the inner guide day one is really uncovering like what does intuition feel like to me? And as you hear me talk about in those series, I teach the five main types, which we are going to go through in week one of intuition school. So you definitely want to tune in for that, but we all have different ways or generally there's these five ways. And then most of us have one or a couple more of the types. Some people might have all of the types. Some people have one or two that are dominant. And this is how intuition comes to you. So very much like a personality test or human design or even astrology, like it's a map of you. Your intuitive type is a map of the way that you receive information from the universe. And it's really important to know this if you don't know this, not just your type, but just in general, what is intuition and what does it feel like for me? That's going to majorly block you. It's like step one, really, because you know, you get it. You just won't feel it. You won't land. You won't take it seriously. You won't feel like, holy crap, I just got guidance. I'm going to listen or I'm going to open my heart and really inquire here, take action or whatever. It'll just be like, what the hell was that? <laughs> or was that even a nudge or was that ego? How the hell do you know? Right? So I would definitely recommend if you're at that stage, of course, intuition school, but just continuing to be open and learn, read books on it, um, listen to podcasts, you know, do whatever you can do to get past that hump of like, what even is it? Does it even exist? And what does it feel like? So the next thing that is blocking your intuition, and I want you to inquire, is this you, is not asking specifically. 
So we walk around in our day going like, what the hell are we going to do? And all oh, money and ah, oh, fuck, and this isn't working. And what do I do here? And I feel so shut down or I feel so triggered or even just like, yeah, I'm doing okay. Or I don't really know. My job's kind of meh. My relationship's kind of meh. You know, yeah, my health is okay, but my back's really started hurting. Like we just kind of go through life, just kind of like narrating what is, but we, when we get into struggles, it's like, yeah, I don't really know what to do here. Like, man, well, and we kind of almost think, well, eventually I'll figure it out or I'll just dump that on tomorrow's self or, you know, I have no idea I'm blocked, I'm stuck and I want to know. I'm actually even saying like, what the heck is going on here? What's wrong with me? Why does this keep showing up? We're saying it to ourselves, but we're saying it in a tone of this keeps showing up and this sucks, right? Totally normal totally normal, my love. But what we need to do is create a practice where you are intentionally asking your guides, angels, higher being, the universe, God, spirit, source, her, your soul, wherever you want to go, it doesn't even matter. I often pray just to the light or you guys that have been in my containers and the ceremonies and the get unblocked chakra clearings, you hear me say, um, give a a prayer to the highest truth and compassion. Cause to me, that's everything. That's love. That's all encompassing. It's my highest self. It's everyone. So you could pray to get guides, angels, you know, your grandpa, whoever it is that you want to, it doesn't even matter. It, they all want to help you. So you can't get that wrong. And then intentionally create a moment where you actually sit there and say, I really am open and wanting clarity here. So I'm going to intentionally ask, you could write in your journal, you know, guides, angels, universe, highest truth and compassion, please help to bring me clarity around this. Please help me to decide this or this. Please show me my next step when it comes to finding a career or finding love or healing my body or making more money. Please show me. And so you could write it, you could say it, you can light a candle and then say your prayer, take a minute, maybe palms up, just take a a second. You could of course meditate for like half an hour, journaling, automatic writing, as I was talking about two episodes ago about ways to practice your intuition, Um, all of those different things, actually practicing. Um, or you can just make it a moment, but it's intentional. Like I've done this, you know, parked outside the gym before I go in or the grocery store, just taking a moment of something that's really bugging me, dropping my shoulders, taking a deep breath and saying, guides, angels, I don't know what to do here. Please help me intentionally asking, not just complaining about the way things are. And I don't say that mean because I do it too, right? We're either in reaction or we're in asking, Think about that. Are you in reaction or are you in asking? Ooh, I love that. I feel like I need to write that down. (laughs) Are you in reaction or are you in an asking state? Okay. I actually did pause to write that down. I'm like, that is good. And I always do this thing where I'm like, I'll remember who else does that. I'll remember. Don't remember. It'll be like what I was going to cook for dinner or I'll get to the store. I'm like, why did I say I'd remember that thing and didn't just put it on the list or intuitive. I'm like, I'll remember. And then sometimes it just doesn't come back. So I want to write it down. So number two is not asking intentionally, not setting up that time and space to ask. Number three, and I really want you to inquire to this one. This is blocking your intuition. This is very common. So how do I say this lightly? You're not actually open. You're a little bit too demandy when it comes to the universe and not actually open to what your intuition is telling you. So when I say that, it sounded kind of harsh. It sounded kind of judgy, but this is me too. 
We say, I want this, but we don't pay attention to what our intuition or soul is asking of us. So when we say, how do I heal my relationship with my mom or with my body or my relationship with money or make more, you know, build a successful business, you will be told to be brave, to take leaps, to continue in the healing work. You'll be guided toward inner child work or breath work or a mentor or a book. You are being guided all the time, but are you actually open to the guidance? Because the guidance is often terrifying. Often we are told to do something, we are nudged to do something by our inner being that seems scary. I've been sharing a little bit and I have in other things um, in the episodes previous, but there's been times in my business where my inner guide has said, stop, don't put anything out. Have a couple months that you put nothing new out. And I'm going, what? First of all, I'm creative and I love it. Second of all, I got to make money. (laughs) This this is a business. You can't just be like, okay, shut up shop and expect to make money. Right. Um, especially at this point, I am, you know, a lot of what I do is about showing up. And so if I'm not putting anything out, then what am I doing? Um, but that was it. I had to sit in that discomfort and what came through that discomfort was so much healing that I was actually back at it within a couple of months with new ideas and new inspiration and an even bigger person an even bigger vibration than I was before because I had listened. So some Sometimes the inner guide is telling you to take a step back, to rest, to not act. Other times it's saying pick up shop and move to a different country or this relationship isn't working or it's time to quit this job and move on or, you know, ask them out on a date. It's terrifying. So are you actually open to what the guidance is? Because intuitive guidance isn't just a quick fix. It's not a catchy fucking, you know, like yes or no sort of cure all. It's not like getting the guidance solves your whole life because the part of getting the guidance, the part about it is that you have to take action on the guidance. We're going to get to that in a second, but you have to actually embody it because someone could tell you, you have to learn to create your own joy. You have to learn to love yourself. You have to learn to love your body. You have to learn to show up for yourself. And you're going, yeah, yeah. And you might even turn around to other people and be like, you know, it's all about self-worth and self-love and really pouring back into yourself. But are you doing that? Are you doing it? Are you actually open to the guidance that you are receiving. So one thing that I add to my prayer when I'm asking for something intuitively or asking for help from my guides, which is intuitively, I say, thank you for helping me to decide what to do here or name my program or make this decision or see my next steps. I am open and willing to be guided. And that changes your whole energy. So are you actually open and willing to be guided? Because a lot of times what they're going to tell you to do is not what you were going to do. That's why you're stuck. So it's scary. It's nerve wracking to be like, what? How do I just surrender? I have to do shit. Or how do I start taking action when I haven't been doing anything about my dreams? Like this is scary. How do I invest in myself or start walking every day? You got to push through to actually listen and be open to the nudge, which brings me to my next point, which is not taking action. And those kind of go hand in hand. If you're not taking action on what you're receiving, then you're not actually open to the guidance, which is also okay. I want to say this. 
I personally am on a healing journey with many things, but one of the things is my body. If you work with me, you've listened to these episodes, it's a body image thing and it's also a body chronic pain thing, but they are the same. They are rooted in the same trauma, the same bullying, the same lack of worthiness. It's manifested as physical pain, as connective tissue disorder um, that doesn't keep my body together for lack of better words. Um, and also body image. So I had an eating disorder for a long time and something that is really, it's really vulnerable to share, but I realized, you know, just recently in my work that I healed my disordered eating. I healed 10 years ago, being neurotic with food, being neurotic with exercise, saying to myself, like, I hate you. And you have to be this weight. I stopped weighing myself. I stopped having goal weights. I came into an intuitive eating pattern where now I never control my food. I don't restrict it. I don't try to be in any plan. I go with what my body tells me to do when it tells me to cleanse or whatever, you know, we're working with, you know, what does my body actually need to honor this temple? But I realized I didn't fully learn how to love myself. So this is why I'm bringing this up is that it's not like no one's ever said to me, you have to fully love yourself. You have to find that self-worth. You have to heal the bullying, the feeling alone, the feeling abandoned, the pattern, the patterns in childhood, the traumas in childhood, and really come back to love yourself. It's not like I haven't heard that for 20 years and on every inspiring calendar and in every guru's speech, it comes back to love, right? I know, I know, I know. But I have taken it deeper in the last year, the last six months, the last two months, the last two weeks than I ever have in my life. So all of these principles you could know, but they can still go deeper. So are you taking action on the things you're receiving? Because taking action also is implying trust and faith. And that's why it's hard sometimes, right? It's hard to take a step back when you think you should be hustling. It's hard to leave a relationship when you deep down know, but you're not ready yet. That stuff is hard and that's okay. Go at your pace. You're not expected to be perfect. Just keep incrementally upgrading, incrementally um, focused on this path and going this way, and you will continue to do it. So where we can start here is you can start right now by putting your hand on your heart and just asking yourself, what has my intuition been nudging me to do lately? Or what has my intuition been nudging me to do that I haven't been listening? And this isn't a place for shame or blame. Don't do that. Just be in the space of open and willing. Okay, I'm, o- I'm more open and more willing all the time to receive the guidance that's coming to me, to receive the healing. So what has my intuition been calling me to do? And I'm just going to you know, be open to that and maybe write some things down. Maybe it's been about body movement or breath work or reading a certain book, taking time for yourself, going deep into a certain kind of work, hiring a mentor, going on a trip, getting a puppy, you know, taking a certain supplement or, you know, shifting into more plant-based or drinking more water, doing yoga. What has your intuition been telling you to do? And just look at this list and know you don't have to do it all right now. 
But if you want to start opening up your intuition more, take action on one of the things. Do one yoga today or one yoga. <laughs> I yoga <laughs> Do one sequence, do one workout or go for a walk or drink some water right now or take your, your um, vitamins today. Just do that. And the reason why this develops your intuition is because it, you start to aim towards something I call super flow, which is in day two of inner guide. I go into that at the end. It's so good and so powerful. Um, the episode just before for this. And so it's where this place where you are asking, receiving, taking action, and then you get this boost of expansion. And then you ask, you receive, you take action and you expand. Your trust grows, your faith grows, your magnetism grows. You start having a lot more trust and faith that you are manifesting, that guidance is there, that you are, you know, moving the needle forward in your own life, but you have to listen to the guidance. This is what a lot of times is happening is we're receiving it, but we're not actually taking action. We know the concepts. We would say we know them, but we may not actually be practicing. Um, a while ago now, probably like a year ago, I really realized that I wasn't creating any like sacred self time. It was all very rushed. It was all very minimal. I would be half distracted. And it was about a year ago. I had this really hard talk with myself where I'm like, I even teach for people to create space, to connect with source, to gaze at a candle, to burn some sage, to dance around, whatever it is that feels good. You deserve it. These daily rituals, these, you know, several times a week time for me. And are you doing that? And I was like, well, no, but I haven't, you know, I am a mom of three in a busy business. And so it's always time. I don't have the time. I can't get away. I'm packed with clients or I have a lot of work or I'm with the kids and I can't, I can't, I can't. And one day it was like, I grounded down into my inner being is calling me for stillness, for quiet, for me time. Okay, Talia, like <laughs> it is calling you. So what are you going to do? How can we create a little bit more time? So I went to my schedule. I went to my calendar. I blocked off certain days and times that people couldn't book. I couldn't put programs and calls time for me. I already do this to block off times to record times to create content and all that. So I was like, I need to put me in there. I started going, starting work a little bit early, not feeling bad with my husband trying to go like, I'll stay as long as I can and pinch off my day. I'm like, no, I need to go upstairs. I'm going to meditate. I'm going to journal. I started practicing showing up for me first. So even if I had an early call, I would go on my mat. I have a mat in my office, always rolled out. And I would just do like five minutes of stretching if I couldn't do a half an hour video or get into it longer. But it showed me that I'm willing to show up for me first because I need to have a full cup in order to serve clients. But we all do in order to go around in the world, in order to keep healing, in order to show up for our children or our friends or our for ourselves. We have to learn how to show up for ourselves, no matter how busy we are, no matter how tired we are. It's not about more effort, but instead of zoning out on your phone, could you lay on a yoga mat on your back, just breathing with your hand on your belly and your hand on your heart for five minutes and saying, I love me. I'm doing a good job or visualizing the things you want to manifest or praying to your guides and angels, or just taking space with no intention, just silence to just fucking lay there. Take that time for yourself, not have a two minute shower, have a five minute shower, get wild <laughs> or even better, have a bath, you know, take yourself to the beach. And I know a lot of you do these things, but where can you take action more on what your intuition is guiding you to do? So that was a big one. So we have one more. And so 
the five things blocking your intuition. Number one is not knowing what it is or what it feels like. Number two was not asking intentionally. Number number three was not being actually open and being a little bit too demandy, (laughs) not being open to the guidance, but just wanting it, having that energy of sort of entitlement, but not really being open to what's coming. And I say this because I love you and I have it too. Um, And the fifth one was not taking, or sorry, the fourth one was not taking action. So the last one is not trusting. And this is really big. A lot of us have quote unquote trust issues because we are human and people, we've had traumas, we've had times where we have been shown that we can't trust people, that we can't trust the universe, that we can't trust ourselves many, many times over and over. So a lot of us don't fully trust. That's why trust and faith is something that a lot of people desire because it's kind of quote unquote hard to get because it's like, how do I trust when I've been betrayed, when I've been abandoned, when I've been let down. Yes, it is hard. So often not trusting your intuition actually comes through a wound of not trusting from abandonment, trauma, you know, those types of things. So how we do one thing is how we do everything. So if you don't trust humans, usually you don't trust your intuition or trust yourself to take action on your intuition. So that's kind of a whole other thing, but not taking or sorry, not trusting is the problem that a lot of people have where, like I said before, these are kind of all intertwined. You don't trust that pulling back on your business will lead you somewhere good, or you don't trust that that was in fact your intuition coming forward. I hear a lot of times people say, how do I know that was my intuition? Or I got this nudge or I got this thing, but like, I don't know. And it's, I could have just made that up. Right. And your guides and angels and intuition, even, you know, um, depending on your type, it's different, but also they are right in you. So a lot of times your ideas, your thoughts, your feelings, your pulls toward things are from them. So sometimes it's like, I don't know, I just had this inspiration to like, blah, blah, blah. But like, I don't even know if that was just a random thought or if it was my intuition. Usually it's both. It can be both. It's not a random thought, but it is a thought that is your guides and angels coming through you in a thought. So just remembering that as you're being nudged, like, you know, what would be really fun is to get back into swimming or, you know, nature's really calling me right now or some specific place or some type of work or some scent, some crystal, like just trusting in the guidance that comes forward, trusting in it. So do you see how these are intertwined, being open to it, trusting in it, taking action? That is the magnetic formula when it comes to um, intuition is asking for it, being open, trusting it, taking action. That is so important. And as you take action on those smaller things, don't right away, you don't have to go change your entire life or do the one big thing. Unless as you're listening to this inside, it's like, do the thing, (laughs) but just start small, start with asking yourself, you know, what is one thing I could do for my health that my intuition is calling me toward? And I bet right now, a lot of you have an answer come forward, even hearing that. What is one thing that I'm being called to do for my health? receiving, receiving, receiving. (laughs) You will sense, hear, know, interpret, 
feel guidance come forward. And if it doesn't come on the spot, be aware of what you see, repeating themes, people mentioning things, things that stick out, things that kind of glow to you, or you hear something and you really hear it. Like those things that feel like they're meant for you or a book that sticks out on the shelf or, you know, those things that stick out themes that come up in your life. Maybe it's an ad on Instagram for some sort of intuitive movement class. And you're like, Ooh, or something, or someone putting on a, um, you know, an angel card reading or a chakra clearing or something. And you're like, Oh, that, that feels like it would be good. Go with those things, trust in it, just move forward on those little things that you can do to bolster and, and, um, grow your trust muscle. And then you will get more intuition. So the five things blocking your intuition is not knowing what it is or what it feels like, which is foundational, just being confused around your intuition. Totally fine. A lot of us are that way. Start out that way. It's totally normal to be confused. So gain clarity on that. Learn a little bit more about it. Inquire about your intuition. Be on guard watching for it calling it out. I love to say that I teach that in intuition school, calling it out when you see it. So let's call it out. Let's talk about it, right? Let's bring it up and go, that was an intuitive hit. Thank you guys. Thank you, angels. That was an intuitive hit. I felt it. I see you intuition. Call it out. The other, the next blocks, number two is not asking intentionally, just kind of outwardly being like, I want change or like this sucks, or I don't want to be in debt, but not sitting and asking what are my next steps. Intentionally set aside time to have a prayer, to have an asking. You could even do this every week in your Sunday or your Monday ritual, even a new moon. You could um, have the intention to say this week, I'm open to receiving guidance around my health and then kind of sit back and observe those things that come up and kind of have it as a week of noticing what comes into your field, right? So that's intentionally asking. The next is being open. So what's blocking you is not actually being open to the guidance that you are receiving, which this is the place it's okay. We just get real about it, right? So number three is not actually being open, being a little bit too demandy. Like it's not happening for me. I want answers, but not really seeing with your third eye, with your inner eye, seeing what is right there in front of you, guiding you, showing you, giving you the answers to what you've been asking. You have to actually want to see that and be open to that. Next is not taking action on the guidance you receive. I, you know, I, I can't say this enough. If you ignore your intuition, life gets more and more chaotic until shit just crumbles and forces you to listen. And that can be chronic pain. That can be relationships blowing up or finances being lost or jobs being lost. It can be what feels like a fucking disaster because we weren't listening. So it's time to get honest now, grow now, develop now, start taking action on those things, get out more in nature, drink more water. Those simple things that your intuition has been telling you to do, do more of that because that is blocking you, not taking action. And number five was not trusting in the guidance you receive. And that comes in the cycle, right? Not trusting will lead you to not act because you're not truly open because you don't trust in it. So they all kind of intertwine, but try to, um, lean into those little things that you're like, okay, my intuition is telling me to, you know, make a big Buddha bowl tonight for dinner or to drink this water. Or, you know what, right now I just got a nudge to say, like, go for a walk, take the dogs for a walk, go out, do it. Have a smile on your face going right now. I just listened. 
right now I did it. I listened. Do one thing and tell yourself, I'm listening. I'm acting. Intuition. Do you see me? I'm acting. And let me celebrate with you. If you take a screenshot, you're listening, tag me on Instagram and tell me I'm listening to Leah, not just listening to the podcast, but I'm listening to my intuition. DM me, tell me a time today that your intuition came forward and you listened. I want to celebrate with you. I am so excited for this. So trust in it. Take that action. Be open to the guidance that is being given to you all the time and truly get more clear on what intuition is to you, how it runs through you and really bring it forward in your life. If all this stuff jazzes you up in your soul and your intuition is going, yes, 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 then join me in intuition school, love. I would love to have you there. It's a five-week program. You will get access to the do-it-yourself program format after as well. Live calls, teachings, trainings. It's going to be so much fun. Lots of practices. You're going to come out confident in your gifts. So let's do this thing. The link, of course, is below. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Thank you for being the seeker that you are, for spending this time on yourself, for developing your gifts. You are part of the light. You are important. You are special. You are worthy. You are manifesting. You are magnetic. And I love you. And I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for tuning into the show. I truly hope that it served you and it means so much to know that there's seekers out there like you on the path, really willing to give it your all and go all in. And if you do find value in the show, I would be so honored if you'd leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It really actually makes a huge difference to the success of the show. And I just love seeing your words and being supported. So thank you so much. The link for that is in the show notes and also down there, you'll find some links for some free gifts. 